that's when it came out of a clear blue sky. Oh, the dear good Lord's own sweet breath and his voice like an electric shock. I Welcome to Good Luck America, a politics and news podcast, with your hosts, Adam Todd Brown and Chet Wild. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Good Luck America, a, a politics and news podcast. Politics hey, podcast. shut up! Yeah! We can say it my way. A politics and news, news podcast. podcast. Whatever you want it to be. It's either one of those things, but not both. Nope. <laughs> Definitely not both. Not allowed. Hey, Chet, how's it going? Good, Adam. How are you? I'm really good. We're so good today. We have a packed house today. We have a packed house. So many guests. So many. We have bonus guests. What's that mean? I don't know. Was everybody on the notes? I I, mm-hmm. I fucked up and forgot to send the notes to Olivia. Yeah, yeah. it was a, that bonus when I show up. I'm like, oh, yeah. Olivia's here. Yeah. Now, it was just a miscommunication. Oh, okay. Yeah. Olivia, wow. hey, Dar. Hi, Dar. Hi, Dar. Hi, Dar. I got it. You and Dave Weigel. Hey, it's or okay. is it Weagle? I say I, don't know. I say Hydar. What's your problem? Yeah, Hydar, Hydar was hanging out on the balcony. You motherfucker! Now see, but Olivia. that's gonna make people think that my name is wrong. <laughs> yeah, if you say it right, people will assume. Come on. Yeah, so you need you need to say it incorrectly. Was, Olivia, how are you doing? I'm doing great. Thank you for joining us again. Is this your first politics podcast? Second, second, second. We did nice. one a couple weeks ago. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> on the on the wow. politics and news, wow. uh, Trump just mocking. <laughs> wow, not cool. Also here, as scheduled, to tell us about PizzaGate in the outtakes before this, Laura Crawford putting her sunglasses <laughs> on. I'm like right in front of the window. I'm like, do I want to do this for this? I do. <laughs> I mean, you might as well. The last yeah. time I wore sunglasses in here, Adam said it, it keeps like everyone guessing. Bag. I know you can't read my eyes. I'm like one of those Vegas poker players. But no, Laura Crawford here. <laughs> Happily again, we were here Wednesday having fun talking conspiracies, and I was just yeah. This week's this week's episode of Conspiracy the Show, which people are way into, features me and Laura Crawford reviewing the documentary Mirage Men. Get the fuck out! Are people way into it? Yeah, yeah. You have been described as very knowledgeable. Oh, but it's a conspiracy podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, we don't even go. We haven't even gone into the conspiracies. I want to talk about. I want to talk about Madeline McCann. I want to talk about PizzaGate. I want to talk about the David Icke satanic pedophiles run the world. We talked about some of that. About taxes. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Well, no. I mean, the flow of money is obviously a very important topic. Where does the money come from? And I'm making Mamma Mia fingers right now. You know what I mean? You know? Sending my Italian heritage. <laughs> Are these Mamma Mia fingers? I just I came up so, with that yeah. phrase. Yep. <laughs> you Italians, know? It seems accurate. Italians will be the last people that it will still be okay to make fun of. Yeah, I think of so. Course. Mm-hmm. Oh, wait. When you make air quotes, do you call this dick fingers? Have you heard that? I've never I have that. never heard that in I my entire life. I call this dick life. finger. But I've heard people describe it as dick fingers, and I've said dick fingers when people are like, Who are air these people? Yeah. People? Yeah. Or people person. I run into, you know. When I looked in the mirror and described it, I Friends. saw a person calling it dick fingers. <laughs> no, no. This, it's like, it's a phrase that I'm like, yeah, I use this, but I don't think I came up with it. Who I don't think I'm that good. dicks? Uh, yeah, this is just no. so many dicks. No, just people who use this are dicks. This is no, like only well, dicks use dick fingers. Like yeah. That. So we're talking about dick fingers today. When air I go quotes. to the bathroom, air I, quotes. I call it peeing from my bottom finger. <laughs> no, one else, no one does that? Just, my bottom yeah, just, finger. Just that you. sounds like a very British term my for a penis. Finger. Oh, Jeffrey, bottom make finger. sure to wash your bottom finger. <laughs> Pull the skin back like your father showed you. Yep. That does sound very British, yes. Real sexual. Your bottom finger. Uh, if a uh, if, uh, partner's getting all on top of you and they're like, I want to ride your dick, be like, excuse me, it's bottom finger, and then see how that goes. Oh, no. Yeah. yeah. You get out the should... song, bottom finger. <laughs> na, na, na. So we're talking about taxes today, hey. as, as you can tell, because the New York Times just put out this exhaustive investigation into Donald Trump's how, basically how he got rich. I've sat down three different times to finish reading this. Still haven't finished it. No, it's crazy long. It's, and it's a clunky title. Clunky it's a novella. Title. I like the format. The, the, fo- the reading title. format is very friendly. Yeah. The article on the New York Times is called Trump Engaged in Suspect Tax Schemes as He Reaped Riches from His Father. A Special Investigation. 
by David Barstow, Susan Craig, and Russ Butner. Mm. And man, is it a piece of work. Yeah, it's crazy in depth and very <gasps> There's no way those authors are getting paid enough for the work they're doing. That's what we were Oh, yeah, there. absolutely. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, remember, I wrote a 7,000-word article for Playboy in a day. And it oh, yo, yo, it yo. was just any other day where I sometimes just wrote like a few blog posts that were a hundred words. So yeah, they they're they're that's the thing about these reporters. They're right. just getting their reg salary. And contrary to what any Trump person or Trump supporter will say, uh, this is not fiction. They are. It's not like they just get to write whatever. I gotta I gotta fill twenty pages. Like this is all well yeah. researched. Yeah. They went through over a hundred thousand pages of documents yeah yeah it's it's nuts i mean it was it, we're talking about months and months of work and when, when i think about this and the amount of work that went into it is it's so sad to think about how many hundreds or thousands of people lived in these buildings right. and were probably saying for years i'm being fucked over these people this is fucked like this this operation is fucked and no one was ever listening to them. They're not going to ever get paid any of the money back. Like, they did all this work. But there are real victims in this story. I mean, it seems like a very dry story about taxes, but there are right. real victims yeah. here. Yeah. There are really people who have suffered because of these schemes. Yeah. And that goes in line with a number of people that were critics of, of Trump or calling bullshit on him, but were drowned out because he was a, a media playboy, you know, media star. And yeah, that's, I, you know, it's, it is crazy that, you know, it seems like this thing came out and it's a huge story and it's had very little impact, it seems, because everyone just kind of already knew that it, all of this was happening. Because nothing matters It was anymore. just like a you know a huge open secret. If, if you are a fan of Donald Trump, would this disturb you in the least? No, I mean, nothing would no. possibly. You wouldn't read. There's this. <laughs> no, you wouldn't read all this. Right. And you assume someday yeah. you'll, you'll be rich and you'll have to hide your money. Through yeah, shady means it. also because that's what a patriot does. They don't <laughs> pay their fucking taxes once they get rich. You goddamn hypocrites. But it's hilarious to think about how many people you know and that you've grown up with who are poor or working class who would never take a fucking dime from their parents after they turned 18. That's what I was thinking yeah. of reading this because I was like, yeah. all these fucking people I know who work for a living, who their parents dying did not help. Even their parents dying didn't help them financially. They had to cover their debts or fix things or deal right. with the repercussions. And it's like, Jesus, how many fucking Americans have suffered financially because of their parents and never gotten a dime from them? And it's like, this guy is the, pre it's just such a wide gulf of behaviors between yeah. him and a lot of the people who probably voted for him. Right, right. Well, I think we can all agree that this is Trump's older brother's fault for being such a nice guy. And an alcoholic. And then his father sure. disowning him. <laughs> and then Trump's like, I'm just going to be the opposite of that. I'm going to be the biggest fucking asshole. Yeah. Shrewd as fuck. And not drink. I wonder if that's why he doesn't drink. Yeah, could be. Yeah. Control and freak. Probably a control freak thing. This is just like the the most shining example of how presidential politics have changed, where one little thing used to be enough to yeah. derail yeah. Ah! an entire campaign. Yeah. <sighs> or <laughs> misspelled potato. Or you're in office and it, it's found out that you fucked an intern. And that becomes this Mouth big fucked, Adam. national Mouth scandal. Fucked. Exactly. Yeah. With but his bottom finger. Like or even the thing, it. like this all kind of ties into the 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 thing that came up during the campaign where we found out Trump had been sued for not renting to black people. Yeah. Yeah. And that wasn't it like was nothing. That would have undone any fucking presidential campaign. And now we find out it wasn't just that. It's all of this. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And still, all anyone can talk about is, is Brett Kavanaugh going to get confirmed? Right. And it's like, yeah, that matters, but this matters, too. This is or a huge scandal. <laughs> Kanye also stole the spotlight for a good 40 hours yeah. this yeah. week. Yeah. Let's repeal the 13th Amendment. And this is the kind of thing people in other countries fucking take to the streets over. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like, when you hear about these massive protests against corruption, it's because people in other countries protest against corruption. And we're just like, oh, well... It's our government. That's what they it's do. Corrupt. Yeah, no, it's horrible. And it's interesting because I, I had read a book I just happened to find about Ed Koch and um, in the 80s and a lot of things that un undid him. And it was a lot of scandals of people in government and uh, in Queens and Brooklyn in particular and housing scandals and uh, siphoning money off, millions off and how he was undone, taken down by that. And a lot of people, they were 
tied to Donald Trump. Donald right. Trump is sort of in the mix of all this. And his lawyer with Cohen, Roy Cohen, was uh, a mob lawyer. And that was his lawyer. Oh, nice. Yeah, he had a mob lawyer. Herb Cohen, he came up. Uh, not no, Roy Cohen. Oh, Roy, Roy Cohen. Cohen. Okay. Yeah, if you watch that like five or six part he died of AIDS. Trump documentary on, um, yeah, he didn't even fuck anybody with AIDS. Just God was like, this guy gets AIDS. God was like, Roy no. Cohen okay, is okay, evil. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he, isn't he a character? Now I, now I know who we're it. talking about, and he definitely, like, that dude was doing some guy fucking. Yeah, no. Like, Roy that's, that's yeah, his, isn't he his a character narrative. In Angels in he is a character in Angels yeah, in America. Yeah, his, seen it, and also famously accused. Uh, his narrative Donald was, Trump's lawyer, oh, a mob lawyer. I don't know yeah. how I got AIDS. I wasn't having sex with dudes. And it's like, yeah, you were. I got cancer. I think we, <laughs> it's cancer. I, I think we talked about, yes, we talked about him. We did an episode of the Conspiracy Podcast with Joe Kay mm-hmm. where we talked about the Lavender Scare. Yeah, yeah. Which was. The same thing as the Red Scare, except it lasted until the 90s. Purging mm-hmm. homosexuals. And it was the government purging homosexuals from their ranks. And the, ma- like the main guy who led that when it started up was Roy Cohn, who <laughs> yeah, eventually, it was found out, was definitely gay and died yeah. of AIDS. Yeah, but uh, when it comes to millions being stolen and misappropriated with housing in New York City, particularly in the 80s when mm-hmm. Donald Trump was coming up, I can't remember this book. It's about Ed Koch and how he was taken down yeah. and all that. But these guys, one of, some of these guys were Holocaust survivors who were representatives and would pressure other Holocaust survivors to pay them off. <sighs> And be like, and they were found to have huge caches of food and money and stuff in their basements, just high, hoarding because mm-hmm. they were afraid, and they all got taken down by the feds. But that's where we're coming from with this. Yeah, pretty much. <sighs> and it like this runs so counter to Trump's claims of being a self-made man, which we already yeah. like everyone knew was bullshit because his his next line after that is. Yeah, my dad only gave me a million dollar loan. <laughs> yeah, like, and I paid his, it back with interest. He yeah. has this whole, he's lying about every aspect of himself. And the best he can do for self made man is my dad gave me a million dollars. He can't even, and it was do, 14. Like, he couldn't even do a better lie. Yeah. It just been, yeah. My dad didn't give me any money. He kicked me out the door with nothing and said, make it on your own. And then I did. Uh, but no, he had to. He still was like, no, he gave me a million bucks. Yeah, Trump it, has said maybe two truthful statements in the last five years. One of them was this week when he was talking about Kavanaugh. He said he doesn't drink, and he said it's one of my few good qualities. Oh my! Yeah, God. and like, oh, he had like a brief moment of true self awareness, <laughs> right? Um, and the other was when he said he could shoot somebody in the middle of the street, and no one would do it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think that I just, was not even just like just like a moment of. Insight, just pure insight of just like, oh. Well, I yeah. think that's probably something he's heard from multiple women while they were getting divorced. They were like, well, you know, I got to get it to see. You didn't drink, which was great. Yeah. yeah. Like, if I can say one good thing about you, he's probably like, you know, women have often cited that as one of my few good qualities. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. As it turns out, at least according to this New York Times investigation, he actually received closer to $413 million <laughs> from his father's so, real today, estate empire. So slightly more today's than equivalent, to clarify. Today's equivalent, but we're not talking about that long ago. So, yeah. like, even then, it was still like a lot hundreds of, of millions of dollars. Yeah. yeah. And <laughs> as it turns out, a lot of it came as a result of him helping his parents dodge taxes. Oh, this guy? Yeah. Dodge taxes? And guy who refuses to give the only uh, president in modern history that won't reveal his tax returns? Exactly. Yeah. yeah weird, nuts. right? Nuts. Yeah. And it drives me insane that Trump supporters, like the most ardent Trump supporters, just don't recognize hypocrisy. Like, yeah. to them, that's a thing that doesn't exist. So Trump can go to NATO and be like, hey, you need to pay your fair share or we're not fucking helping out. But Trump isn't paying his fair share when it comes no, no. to taxes. That's not what a patriot does sure. not but, even close to it. he's going out of his way to evade yeah. yeah yeah and another just real quick side talking point of hypocrisy of trump supporters is uh trump mocking you know the kavanaugh accusers and saying like we need due process and like dudes are just guilty if somebody says something and then within five minutes his audience is chanting lock her up and it's like what happened to due process in fact yeah exactly it, it's almost yeah. like they're all hypocrites and they don't care Imagine. Yeah. And so, yeah, he and his siblings, they set up a sham corporation to disguise millions of dollars in gifts from their parents. And he also helped his father take improper tax deductions. And this article, like we keep saying, it is massive. 
Mm. It's like reading the fucking Constitution. It's very, very long. It's really long, very dense, full of like yeah. figures. Yeah. But if you're gonna, and... if you're gonna really take away one of these, we're looking at these notes. The best line is, "There's no limit on filing civil fines for tax fraud." No right. limit. So they could still go after him for his money. <laughs> like he just can't go to jail over it anymore. Yeah. And we're gonna go over like some of the high, like broad overview details of what they bring up, but like. Everything we talk about in in this episode today, there's like an entire 1,500 word section about it in this article. Mm -hmm. So go read the article also. And yeah, and that, and again, the length and the detail that, you know, it puts the light to, you know, at the beginning of the article, they talk about the representatives from the Trump, uh, you know, group. You know, they're the, yeah, Robert Trump and a couple lawyers, I think, uh, at the beginning, they're like, well, there's just no basis to this. This is completely unsubstantiated. There's no evidence for this whatsoever. And then they proceed to go with, you know, 12,000 words of, yeah. hey, here's yeah. evidence, evidence, You're telling evidence, me evidence. every single one of these things is completely <laughs> yeah, false. Exactly. Right, right. Well, one of the funny things is talking about, like, forms of lying. And it's weird to me where, as a person who's used to being lied to, I get confused when people lie in a clearly wrong way. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, oh, why didn't you lie like this? Right. Like, why didn't they say, when they say stuff like, absolutely, 100%, false, no evidence for this at all. It's like, that's a very wide lie. Yeah. If you had just yeah. said, if you, they could even said, there's nothing, there's no basis to what they're saying. It could, to the layman, to someone who doesn't understand taxes, right. it could right. appear that there is an error. But not that wide, hundred percent, never. It's like that's too. That's like their flat. style is to just go total absolutism. They, on it's like yeah. even Kavanaugh being like Devil's Triangle drinking game. Like no, no, <laughs> admits no. to no impropriety. But they they did add like kind of tag on to that that all of the wrongdoing was done by like people they hired. Oh yes, to yeah, yeah, their tax. Like, yes. We're not tax professionals. Deny, deny. Yeah. Dis- oh, uh, you're not tax professionals. Oh. Then maybe deny. your dad shouldn't have been hiring you as a uh, banker and uh, money consultant. Right. Uh, one of the many ways his children was paid were paid. Yeah, yeah. The the quote from Charles J. Harder uh, yeah, is harder. the New York. <laughs> yeah, we're really getting into it here. <laughs> oh man, uh, I, don't woo, these, I don't need these. I don't need anymore. It's like his name's an erection. <laughs> oh, oh, I just got that. Oh, but, whoa, 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 man. man, harder and broader and longer. The wow. New York Times' allegations of fraud and tax evasion are 100% false and highly def- defamatory. Woof. Uh, there was no fraud or tax evasion by anyone. The facts upon which How the Times know? bases its false allegations are extremely inaccurate. And then he goes on to say, my favorite line, President Trump had virtually no involvement whatsoever <laughs> with these matters. Which virtually means nothing. That is a meaningless statement. That is such a bizarre reality tunnel. To yeah. Exist. Yes. That means Trump didn't fill out the paperwork and file the forms. Yeah. He just made the decision. Yeah. Exactly. Oh he had virtually nothing to do with it. He just oversaw everything. <laughs> yeah. And it, talk about like not making up a better lie. Like he doesn't Seriously. even say. You know, it's like when I was like twenty, man, I had to deal with these tenants, and I was in there painting the bathrooms and fixing the light fixtures. Yeah. Like you could have lied and said he did some well, managerial, or just shit. say no comment. You know it's such a break. Or don't talk about That's it. That's the thing. Yeah. It's such a break. It stuck out to me because it's such a break in the absolutism. It's yeah. like nothing, nothing, no evasion by anyone. Never, virtually no <laughs> in- involvement. At, you know, virtually. Well, it's like also uh, when Kim Jong Un sent him that letter and Trump was bragging like. He wrote me the most beautiful letter. All the things he said, they're just so meaningful, like so great. And then like five minutes later, somebody's like, what's the letter say? He's like, well, I haven't read it yet. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they, one of the, the basically the, the overall claim here is that the Trump, like Donald Trump's parents transferred over a billion dollars in wealth to their children. The tax bill on that could and should have been around five hundred and fifty million. Oh yeah, yeah. Because yeah. the gift in estate tax at the time was fifty five percent, and instead tax records show they paid a total of fifty two point two million, <laughs> or about five percent. They pissed in a pot. 
And yeah, then, like, here yeah, you which go. still sounds like a lot, but not when you're talking about a billion yeah, dollars exactly. in wealth. Like you could have lived on the four hundred and fifty million, oh probably God. not him. He would have. Fucked. <laughs> well, that's, that's, I mean, he couldn't live on this. He's <laughs> fucked himself on that's this. That's the thing that I love. Uh, you know, the best conclusion at the end of the article is when they go, "If he had just taken the four hundred thirteen million dollars and invested Put it, it in a mattress, straight invested <laughs> yeah. it, he would have like." Almost two billion dollars, just which savings account interest would have anyway. done the job. Yeah, yeah. So he has blown like four times as much of his net worth, right? In just bullshit uh, ventures that are worthless. And Marketing this doesn't adventures. even like really, unless it did at the very end. Like this doesn't even get into like potential Russia and overseas. No. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's like a whole oh, yeah. other fucking. No. That's like part. Like, that's during part the presidential two. Basically, campaign, like yeah. everyone's like, oh, he's not showing his tax returns because of Russia or whatever. Like, yeah, alone. Yeah. And they've like they there are some really good articles out there about his the the Russian ties to his New York real estate stuff that yeah. people I'll try to find a link but if not like just Google it there's there's a lot of that's one of the things that the Mueller investigation is looking into is his dealings with Russia as it pertained like what comes out of that investigation could be nothing about the 2016 election mm-hmm. and all about. Trump basically being bought by Russia with real estate. I mean, that's kind of always what I've assumed would be the yeah. end result anyway, because yeah, like he does, he doesn't need to have had any direct involvement in the campaign to have been compromised. My assumption is years. like once Mueller finishes the investigation, they'll get the report and then they'll just fire him. And yeah, no, we've, yeah, we've had a mini preview of oh, what's yeah. going to happen yeah. when the Mueller investigation ends with Kavanaugh. Like it's going to be the exact same show. Yeah. What's scary this week too is how poll numbers have changed. Like Trump really does have an influence on um you know, Democrats were up like ten points in a number of races and now they're only up five points after this week with Kavanaugh and all this stuff. Yeah. Yeah. The funny thing about these numbers, as I was just thinking about this in terms of how much they're stealing from the American people when they don't pay their taxes like this. According to the new budget proposal, the National Endowment of the Arts budget would be cut, cut down to $29 million. Yeah. That's the National Endowment Jeez. of the Arts. That's their budget for the whole year. And the National Endowment for the Humanities budget would be reduced to $42 million. Both organizations are currently budgeted at around $100 million. They account for well under 1% of the government's budget. Jeez. But what so, if the humanities ever But what or the arts? Us? But I mean that's just one <laughs> department where it's like they could have paid the budget for the National yeah. Endowment of the Arts for ten years. Yeah. Or basically. just yeah. give them the more money. For a decade. <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh my god, endowment. Like endowed. Oh, like, a, like, a, like a big man. ass cock. Yeah. <laughs> We're just getting them in. Zingers. <laughs> man. Like Eagle, scream. <laughs> Eagle scream. Eagle scream. So like we mentioned earlier, these the claims they're making in this uh, in this report are based on interviews with Fred Trump's former employees and advisors and more than 100,000 pages of documents. Christ am- on the cross. And among that, I... there's like, they. I swear to God, they said like 200 plus Fred Trump tax returns. And it's like, yeah. is that yeah. motherfucker like 250 years old? <laughs> That's what I thought. <laughs> Why are there so many? Well, the well, different organizations. You have to file different... Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For, for each company. I, mm, I like my excuse better. No, yeah. he's also. I mean, a, he does I mean, look like he's. Have you seen him? Yeah, he, he looks, looks like, like, like he's dude. Well, yeah. satanic pedophiles do run the world. Right, so. exactly. And they, they and they're stay, immortal. They stay alive very well. Actually, <laughs> so Fred Trump. <laughs> so Fred Trump. <laughs> so some of the things that they uncovered while looking through these documents by age three. <laughs> Trump was earning $200,000 $200, a year. His most profitable I mean, year. In today's Honestly. dollars from his father's empire. And who among us wasn't drawn from dad's wages as a child? I mean, honestly, that's low. I was making at yeah. least half a mil. Talk about a boss baby, right? <laughs> he was a millionaire by the age of eight. Eight. I was learning to play baseball at eight. He was a self-made millionaire. I was only making my first hundred grand at eight. Yeah, exactly. I got a, I got my first hundred grand candy bar. <laughs> Half of that Those came are from so his good. lemonade stand. So that's an underrated candy bar. The hundred grand. Yeah, really underrated. <laughs> I like it. This peanuts, right? Uh, no, it's, it's like it's peanuts, caramel, caramel and nougat. rice crispy stuff. Oh, the rice. Yeah, it's the crispies. Yeah, the yeah. Nougat. Uh, by the time he was 17, he was part owner of a 52-unit apartment oh. building. <laughs> so at least he was working as a teen. Was yeah. he? That's cool. Was he? Yeah, he was an owner. 
He received a million dollars per year after college, and that amount eventually increased to five million per year as he reached his forties. Self-made man, everybody. Yeah, self-made. Mm-hmm. He did only get one million in his first year of college. So you right. Know. And who's yeah? How's the University of Pennsylvania? That's where he went to school. I thought he went to like an Ivy League school. No, he couldn't get into oh, did an he, Ivy League. Did he? He went to University of Pennsylvania. So not or even Pennsylvania like, University. Not even, not even Penn State. It was University of Pennsylvania. I think that's what the article said. What a dipshit. He should have... Do, like, uh, do a quick control well, went that to, I know he went to military school for high school, but I don't know what he did for... Did he go to Trump University? Silence befalls them. <laughs> Wharton. Wharton. Oh, the Wharton School of Business? University and Fordham. Well, Fordham's not bad. And the New York Military Academy. Yeah, yeah. And the Q Forest School. That sounds Q. like some So that's what, like, shit. I think Fordham's pretty okay. respectable, yeah, right? Yeah, especially in business. And the article just said University of Pennsylvania. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we're getting into it here. So, uh, yeah, he received that million dollars per year. Fred Trump made Donald not just a salaried employee, but also his property manager, landlord, banker, and consultant. Gave him several loans, many of them never repaid. So Fred just didn't have good judgment. Right. Fred backed the wrong horse. Or he horse hated here. his older son so much. Yeah. Uh, he provided money for his employees, money to buy stocks, money for his first Manhattan offices. And money to renovate those offices, gave him three trust funds, <laughs> shares in multiple Not partnerships. Just he, he just assumed he'd fuck up at least two of them. <laughs> yeah. So. Ten thousand dollar Christmas checks, which I'm assuming Trump just fucking lit cigars with. Yeah, I mean that's just something. like your basic Christmas check. Laundry revenue from buildings. Oh, good. Mm-hmm. Talk about and on and on and on. And yeah, money from people who were renting air conditioners. Talk about money right. laundering. Yeah. What? Oh, man. Oh, oh yeah. That. Just unplug it. I'm You're done here it. today. I just burped on that one. <laughs> <laughs> and most of this money that he was funneling to Trump and to Trump's siblings and sometimes cousins and shit was all... M- like with the goal of sidestepping inheritance taxes. This guy and gift fucking taxes. hated taxes. And one of the hey, fascinating rich. things about him is he was incredibly frugal. Yeah. His his uh his taxes showed he spent like eight thousand dollars a year on entertainment. Yeah. Jeez. That's like, like rich guy behavior though. Like getting a bunch of money, not doing anything with it. And hating taxes and just hoarding it and hoarding it. It's, it's like, like Warren Buffett still lives in the same house, yeah. drives the same car he had it's like 40 years ago. Yeah. The, I watch Shark Tank quite a bit. And Kevin O'Leary, they have like a commercial they run with him where he talks about getting coffee at Starbucks. And he's like, I never get coffee at Starbucks. I drink one cup of coffee a day. It costs me 18 cents to make. And I invest the rest. <laughs> and it's like, motherfucker, get a macchiato in your yeah. life and chill the fuck out. You can yeah, afford it. But that's the sense of control. It's interesting because compared to this, I was watching a thing on the Rockefellers and the J.D. Rockefeller, totally different attitude, which was he was uh, putting more and more money to his son. And I think it's also John Jr. Uh, he was giving him more and more money over time because he wanted him to invest it in uh, charity or ph- philanthropic things. Right. Because mm-hmm. he like at that like t- George Soros. Yes, <laughs> but it's it's ridiculous because they talk about the fact that hundreds of people used to crowd around the Rockefeller offices in New York and ask beg them for money and put their sick children in their faces and show them their Jeez. diseases and show them their injuries or say, just shout at them basically and like attack his car like, here's some money to get the fuck away from yeah me. they would attack <laughs> yeah. his car coming into the office they would swarm the building all the time and there were so many kidnapping threats so many assassination threats right so many violent threats against them simply because they had so much money he's like we need to get rid of this money and distribute it to the pub to the public as quickly as we can and it was like his son had a nervous breakdown because he couldn't handle the responsibility of having to move the money yeah. so much money to move and where to yeah, put it that sounds like a nightmare yeah he had a mental breakdown because he's like i just can't handle it he was working like 18 hour days and he's like i can't handle the pressure yeah of it but compared to this you know yeah they were just moving the money around to move it around just yeah. to hide well that, just keep to hide it. from having to pay gift and inheritance yeah. taxes uh and w- but there was also no no um 
income tax in those days. Right. And also Fred Trump carrying around like a giant wad of cash, is that right? And yes. just like pay mm-hmm. all of his people in, in cash. He's nice. Like, yeah, he looks like a old monster. Like a like that who would like hand out candy to children and yeah. like try to entice people with money. Yeah. He's like just a terrifying looking person. Yeah. I think he really that can't is. Be yeah. exaggerated. He would give you like a sliver of a diamond. Yeah, he looks like <laughs> what <laughs> like if you ever saw like a tin type drawing of like uh Scrooge from the original Christmas story. Yeah. It looks like fucking Fred Trump. Yep. And the way they pulled a lot of this off was just by manipulating the value of the stuff they owned yes. and lying yeah. about how much. Depending if it's their to their benefit, they would either say they're worth way more than they were or way less than mm-hmm. they were. Right. And one example Trump and his siblings gained ownership of their father's empire on November 22nd, 1997. They dodged hundreds of millions in gift taxes by submitting tax returns that grossly undervalued the properties that they were given, claiming they were worth $41.4 million. Mm. And within a decade, they sold them all for 16 times that amount. Which that's not how much those buildings no. went up in value no. over that time. And the other, like the main, it seems like the main scheme that they bring up here is all county building supply and maintenance, mm-hmm. which they describe as the most overt example of fraud. By the and, way, whenever they're shell companies, they always pick the most, bo- most boring names. That's how you know it's definitely yeah. a fucking front. Oh, yeah. yeah, I, yeah. I, I tweeted a thing the other day about what if all those Wi-Fi networks labeled FBI van really are FBI vans. And I saw a van in front of my apartment the other day, and it said American City Pest Control. <laughs> and all I can picture- Oh, come the fuck on. Right? And all I can picture is that the FBI at one point, just when they would send a van out, it would be like Los Angeles Pest Control control <laughs> chicago pest control and, and some fucking bureaucratic hero was like hey just make it american city pest control and we'll I save know. we'll save millions on printing costs no if it said like jinkies roach crushers yeah you'd be like that's a real person yeah american i'm on to you american city pest control this is a call out american city we I know what you're support doing american city pest control and all that they stand for exactly <laughs> So <laughs> mostly city. controlling pests, <laughs> just controlling pests. The We're the pests. the pests. There it is. Yeah, we are the pests in that example. So the the ostensibly the purpose of this company was to be the purchasing agent for Fred Trump's buildings. Like if he needed any sorts of supplies for the buildings, whatever, it was all purchased through this. And they didn't buy shit. They bought no. nada. What they would do is, like, there were purchases made, but they would be made by the employees, and then they would just way overvalue what those purchases were worth and run them through this company, and that allowed them to just siphon millions and millions of dollars, which, like, it seems like it would be a slow kind of methodical way to transfer money like that because it is. Yeah. And that's why they they were able to get away with it. And also, like, Fred Trump, you know, he he made good connections in politics through the Democratic Party um, in New York that made yeah. made a lot of this easier for and people would maybe turn a blind eye or be paid off, um, which this article didn't necessarily go deeply into. But I'm sure right. that's a, com- a, yeah. a component of it. Oh, yeah, for sure. And so all of this extra money would just go directly to all counties owners who were Donald <laughs> Trump, his siblings and a cousin. And to make what? one lucky cousin <laughs> to make matters worse, as Laura brought up earlier when talking about victims, they then use this scheme with all these inflated costs as yeah. justification to raise rent on people, yeah. which is just purely evil. Like you're saving so much in taxes, but you also have to bleed that extra yeah. bit of money out of the poor people that and who's no who knows if they're even poor. And but just like they're not rich, they're they're making well, you enough got to thousands live. Thousands of people. Yeah, included in this, it's not they're not all going to be rich or poor. It's right. probably going to span a bunch of different buildings. Yeah. Well, what happened in the in the fifties, sixties, when you probably talked about Robert uh, Moses and his redesigns of New York City was most of these people, most people in New York used to live in single family homes in areas like Queens and Brooklyn and stuff, and right. live independently. And then uh, developers would target certain neighborhoods that they wanted to turn over into property development that would be more profitable for them. So they would 
Good thing that's not happening. This anymore. guy, Fred Trump would put together like a whole block <laughs> yeah. or two of scaffolding and he'd build like 18 buildings at once. Yeah. Right. So yeah. fucking efficient but, he was. And they moved into those high rises because what they would do is they would get these buildings <clears throat> condemned or they would say something was wrong with them or something so that they had to shut them down. The city had to shut them down or they would propose building projects of highways and stuff that would go through right. these people's neighborhoods so that they could take down their one bedroom houses yeah. and move them into big sky rises that resulted in a lot of drug use and crime in New York City. Yeah. <laughs> And Thanks, kind Trump. Of dehumanized people and made them stop living so independently. And I think really had a horrible psychological. I think there is a different psychological effect to you live in a standalone house with your family and have a right. contained unit versus mm. you live in a giant and personal creepy ass structure with a bunch of strangers. I wish yeah. instead of Fred Trump, it was uh, what was the the mom's name? What was Fred Trump's wife? Mary. Mary, I think. Mary. I wish it was her that did all this shit because then we could keep going. Thanks, Trump's mama. Man, I am killing it today. What? what? I don't like. I thank, don't understand. Like, I don't know. Like, thanks Obama, but thanks Trump's mama. No. Connect the dots. Wow. In a, there's an alternate universe where no, she was no. The, there's no, no none that's of that's never happening. an alternate that's universe. All, it's all leave all this in. I want you to edit oh, the podcast where you replay that. Well, yeah, we're gonna double it. We're gonna go, yeah, Whoop. we're gonna isolate that too. You guys, I've been doing some strong joke writing. And it's just going to be you going, thanks, Trump's mama. Yeah, is that going to be in your late night packet? <laughs> yeah. It, it's, my, it's just that joke. Times. <laughs> yeah. So in all the times documented, 295 streams of revenue that Fred Trump created over five decades to help his son get richer. So possible. Yeah, that's insane. What is he sucking his dad's dick or what? Like there's other well, kids in this family. But then there's 294 other revenue streams yeah. in addition to that one. Yeah. And to give you an idea what kind of person Donald Trump is, at the end of all this, with his father having been his safety net his entire life, he tries to fucking take over his dad's will. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> Trump lost his shit. Yeah, they there's a yeah. whole section about in December 1990. Trump just sends his dad this really dense 12-page document. His dad's 85 at the time. His dad's 85, slightly senile, and Trump sends him this document and says it's important that you sign this right away. And Trump's dad isn't that senile. Yeah. So he actually has a lawyer look at it, and he looks at it, and he's like, no, this is going to like just turn everything <laughs> over to my fuckhead son Do here. Do you think on some level that Fred Trump like respected that move, though? I was like, man... I created a ruthless monster. I raised him well. <laughs> Probably. What's hilarious about that is actually J.D. Rockefeller, the guy who found at Rockefeller, Rockefeller uh, his father was a Rockefeller literal- Records, Jay-Z's Rockefeller label. Rockefeller like <laughs> Records, yes. Yeah. Uh, Standard Oil, sorry. Uh, his father was a literal snake oil salesman, and he said that he delighted in tricking his son because he thought it would make him sharper. So he oh, would, nice. He would lend him money, and then small amounts of money, and then call up his debts at random times to show his son that he always had to be prepared to pay his debts even at a moment's notice. But yeah, he said, he's like, I love teaching my kids how to be- on on the ball how to be yeah. sharp because i'm gonna trick them first to show them how you do it yeah and it seemed like his dad didn't take it that bad like he had yeah. another family member intervene and was like no 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 no, no. we're gonna they still left him in the will they just right uh, lowered it back down to the normal level yeah he normal. still made which he still i think got more than his yeah. substantial yeah and but yeah fred trump believed that this document literally was going to put his life's work at risk well, he already had a kid that was going to. When did do Fred that. Trump die again? 1997? So yeah, it's a good character study, isn't it? And yeah, it not like none of this prevented him from still taking care of Donald Trump and like bailing him out of things throughout the rest of his life. When Trump could oh. make his uh, <laughs> casino, uh, when he did the, the Taj Mahal, thing. had to make a million dollars a day just to fucking break even to like pay. That's it realistic. Stuff. Yeah, but didn't they say that his dad purchased like twenty three million his, in chips? His dad sent in a guy who's like is like three million in chips, three point <laughs> five million. Gave a guy, uh, one of his associates, $3.5 million, uh, a $3.5 million check, went in, 
bought 3.5 million in chips, and then just walked out of the casino. Nice. Jeez. Um, Which he did get caught for that, got fined for like $60,000. I heard something similar about Taylor Swift's dad. I've heard Taylor Swift's album. I've heard Taylor Swift's dad bought like a million copies of her first first album. album. The reason why it crushed like was at the top of the charts is yeah he just bought a shitload of her albums and then like resold them to distributors <laughs> um so when it came out there was so many in sales right yeah yeah also a Shaq did a similar thing with his first he wanted to make it go platinum so he bought a million copies Shaq's yeah album? Shaq of his first yes yeah, people forget I had that on yeah, cassette he had, a, he had a rap album my first cracked article was about unnecessary greatest hits albums and Shaquille O'Neal <laughs> was on it because he had a best of Shaquille O'Neal it's like come on wait he had the best I thought they only released like one album he had like four. Oh really remember he did an album with the Fooshnickens oh man oh my god Fooshnickens everybody Fooshnickens. sure stop saying these words to me uh no I was gonna say did you ever read about what happened with Wesley Snipes and his tax evasion? Oh, yeah. He no. went to fucking prison. Yeah, I yeah. know. He went to prison. Yeah. So basically, a false tax return refund claim of over $4 million for the year 1996 and a false amended return, including a false tax refund claim of over $7.3 million for 1997. So basically, they were like, oh, you owe us $14 million. Man, well, he failed to file tax returns ninety nine through two thousand four. But they say in here that Donald Trump didn't file seventy eight and seventy nine. Isn't there some point about well, that? Well, here? here's the thing: Wesley Snipes is black. Yes, no, I was gonna say the connection. So, of, the like amount there's of that Asian actress uh, recently that went. Well, that's China, though. Oh yeah, because China one hundred fifty million. But that's yeah. China. She owes China those taxes. I but think when you uh, look at the black celebrities who have been targeted for tax evasion, Red Fox, yeah. <laughs> Red Fox, Hammer, MC Hammer, MC yeah. Hammer Wesley Snipes. Weird. Probably, we need yeah. to make Wesley Snipes our president. Yeah, Blade for president twenty twenty. Yeah. So. One of the, uh, I thought another really interesting part of this is it's kind of, I think it's what the article ends on is that when it did finally come time to sell off, for Trump to sell off his dad's empire, he way undervalued it yeah. and sold it. Like he made something like 117 million. And even reading nuts. that, I was like, that's a lot, but that doesn't seem like that much. Yeah. And it turns out the banks valued it at way more than that. Do you think he just needed cash or some shit? I think he just, it seems like he just fucked up and valued it too low. Yeah. yeah. He just didn't give enough of a shit to. Because if he needed cash, he could have still gotten that higher value there. Yeah. We didn't really talk about this that much, but Trump repeatedly made bad deals and his dad just bailed him out time and time right. again. Like, yeah, we yeah. cannot emphasize that enough. Right. This guy is not a good deal maker. And not just his dad. Other business people bailed him out. Yeah. Right. And then eventually yeah. Russia started ba- Yeah. Curiously enough, like right after his dad died, yeah, is when Trump starts going to Russia and getting money. Mm-hmm. And well, not really. There's a weird thing. Trump made a trip to Russia in the mid '80s, and that's when he came back and started taking out these full-page ads in the New York Times that, like, in some cases, like really kind of were in line with Russian yeah. talking points. And it's like, fuck, has he been? tied to them that long mm-hmm. probably probably and maybe yeah. doesn't even know it in certain mm-hmm. ways oh yeah the other point about black celebrities lauren hill got a three-month jail sentence for tax evasion oh yeah i remember that yeah so this is it's still a developing story the new york city tax officials have joined new york state tax officials <laughs> in examining whether trump and his family underpaid taxes on his father's real estate empire over several decades this was trump's response on twitter The failing New York Times did something I have never seen before. They used the concept of time value of money in doing a very old, boring, and often told hit piece on me. Add it up, this means that 97% of their stories on me are bad. Never recovered from bad election call. Where is the 97% coming from? His brain. How has he never seen this before if it's something that is very old and boring and done all the time? Yes. I think he's saying... It came out of nowhere, completely false. I think he's saying the information in the story is very old, boring, and and like people have often told it to cause trouble for him. Yeah. Which probably just means that it's true. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's nuts. Does, Do we have any... Does anyone have any final thoughts? On this, because we can't, this is a, the kind of episode that's either going to be too short or way too long. Like, there's not, when we're covering an article this fucking in depth, 
Like this yeah. is a week's worth. Of We're money. not just going to record four episodes and read the article. Well, too, yeah, though. and also it's just like it is so in depth, and it's just it's hard to feel like it's going to have any sort of lasting impact whatsoever. Yeah, that's the thing is what impact because it's not having yeah. much impact now. I think because it is, it is obviously we're talking about you know it's a too much almost too much information, but it's sort of all hitting at the same points. And yeah, which is Donald Trump is deeply corrupted. And uh, it is showing that in various ways and giving so many examples, but it's all kind of the same example. There's not a new form of corruption that Mm -hmm. we haven't thought about before. You know what I mean? It's not like they're like, and he was using that money to do some sort of, you would have to have like a new nefarious aspect to it, I think, to get people totally There's so many things that are so overwhelming and there's just no precedent for it. And there's another article in the New York Times um, that's worth read. Uh, It's an op-ed by Thomas Friedman called The American Civil War Part 2. It says the nation is deeply divided with each side seeing the other as the enemy. I'll just read the first uh, two sentences of the piece. I began my journalism career covering a civil war in Lebanon. I never thought I'd end my career covering a civil war in America. And that's yeah. Uh, not to be dramatic, but that just that that's where we're going. Like mm-hmm. Yeah. It feels like a cold civil war, if nothing else. Yeah. Right now. But it could get hot, baby. <laughs> I mean Trump's uh, literally tweeting about how rude elevator screamers are. <laughs> how rude what are? Elevator scream like people screaming at oh, yeah. senators and like that they're paid actors. Hey, Amy Schumer is technically a paid actor, but I don't think she was Yeah, you can also you know. be pissed off and a paid actor. The point yeah. I was gonna make about this is uh, it reminded me of um I was watching some specials about the no series called No Gods, No Masters. It's a three-part documentary series. It's available on YouTube about the history of anarchism. And uh, one of the points that they that well, they didn't make this as a point. It was just became apparent through watching. Is so many of the uh, most influential anarchists were Italian, and I thought, why is that? Why is one country seem to be more susceptible to creating anarchists yeah and then i thought about it a bit more and it is because of the deeply entrenched corruption in politics and that corruption in politics has psychological effects on people it changes how people feel about their way their world works and there's, and it, there's it creates a, deep rage and deep cynicism there's also a pride amongst many italians of like mob mentality and yeah. yeah, but I think it does create a sense of fuck everything, or that everything is deeply corrupted, or everything is. I think it's possibly a reaction to Catholicism and the theory of original sin, and that being so prevalent, plus the deep, deep, deep corruption. But it does. It's not a victimless crime to steal money from people no. or set up the government as a kickback system. It has real effects on people. It fucks people up. It's yeah. horrible. It's fucking this country. There's it sure another, is. There's also an, a Netflix documentary about corruption that people should watch, and it's about how this woman was a small town. Uh, accountant, I think maybe in Indiana or something, and she, uh, it's called like All the Queen's Horses, I think. We did an episode, we have a financial crimes podcast called yeah. Misfortune. Her name was oh. Rita Crundwell. Yes, Rita Crundwell. And she, yeah, she embezzled something like 50 some million dollars yes, from, from the small town of Dixon, Illinois. Yes. <laughs> and your question, <laughs> like everyone else's, is Dixon, Illinois had that much fucking money to steal? That's what they yeah. were asking. Yeah. They were like, and how she just did, did we it, even have this? She did it so slowly and deliberately over so many years. It was just like ten, twenty thousand dollars $20,000 here and there. And then she covered it by the fact that she was doing all this show horse shit. Yes. So the people in her town were like, man, she's making a killing on those fucking horses. <laughs> and the people- Or the, she had inherited it yeah. and reinvested it. And, and the and... people at the horse things were like, man, where does she get all her money to do all this horse shit? Yeah. yeah. Fortune. Yeah. Yeah. We interviewed the woman who made that documentary on oh, the no podcast. Way. Yeah. Great. Yeah. It's, she was fantastic. Uh, yeah. You should, uh, everyone should go listen to that. Yeah. It's, it's a good example of how, like, this shit just slips under people's noses. But, but more than that, I think it creates a deep sense of despair within people when they feel that they live in a system where everyone can be bought and sold in government yeah. and there is no standard. It creates a deep, deep despair in people and anger and rage and sort of, you know, disgust. And yeah. That energy goes somewhere. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Good luck, America. <laughs> <laughs> a news and politics. I couldn't even fucking. <sighs> <sighs> That's how most of these episodes end. Just the a deep spare. Deep why sense we record, of disgust Why we record a pop culture pod after this. Yeah. So yeah. So yeah. let's talk about how Bob Saget is a pedophile. <laughs> That, that'll be a whole other conspiracy episode. We'll have to talk about that. <laughs> it's not really a conspiracy pizza. when it's 40% of his act. Put it in the yeah. pizza. <laughs> All right. Does anyone else have anything to add before we wrap this up? Besides that people should go read this 
entire article. Pack a lunch. Please vote. <laughs> yeah. Fucking yeah. vote. Vote. Provided we have elections, please vote. <laughs> we'll see. Yeah. Not not guaranteed, but maybe we'll have them. Also, patreon.com slash unpops. Oh, I'm talking about the midterms in a couple weeks. We'll have those. Sure we will, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah we definitely yeah. will. Of course. Absolutely. Yes. No chance Probably. of anything happening there. Yeah. Everyone register to definitely vote in the midterm elections. That'll for sure happen. Yep. Unless all those immigrants are voting, in which case Trump will have to shut it down. They moved here specifically to vote. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. They oh, were man. paid to. That's why I was paid to move here. Yeah, moving, paying, paying libs to move to California to vote. I actually have this to add real quick. The number of Trump supporters and conservatives are, that are like, we're portrayed so bad. Well, like people, I know you hate SNL, but like a great example is like, oh, SNL shit on us. This is bullshit. It's like you have the presidency. You're fucking stealing the Supreme Court. You have the House and the Senate. And How bad are things really for you that and, you're minimalized? And SNL helped you win yes. the presidency. I cannot fucking tell you enough how SNL makes me want to throw up. We just did an episode. Uh, yeah, I saw that on the list. And I yeah. was like, thank fucking God. Yeah, this week's. So what a disaster of a program. Unpops yeah. episode is about an hour and a half long. And it's all very on topic. And it's just about And one about of my old SNL. New York friends, she's a writer for it. And yeah, I've I haven't a couple friends who write for it and it's like I like I can't, congrats, I can't, I can't but you're yeah. part of the problem. I can't even I can't even bring myself to be like, what are you doing? Yeah. What are you doing? Oh. My point being I'm just tired of Trump supporters being like, everything so if things are that unfair and that biased against you and that made up, how are you still winning across the board? Yeah. 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 Fuck off. Yeah. All right, we should wrap this up. We're yeah. rambling now. Yeah. What do we have to plug before we get out of here? I already did my plug, and then it somehow turned into five more minutes of podcast. <laughs> Patreon.com slash pops. Olivia, what do you have to plug? Uh, uh, my Twitter. Hi there. Hi, Dar. It's H-A-I-D-A-R. Check me out. That's what I'm doing right now. Chester. Hey, uh, Texas and New Mexico and regular Mexico. I'll be in El Paso this week, October 11th, 12th, 13th, 14th, doing six shows at the Comic Strip. Ooh. Very nice. Well, you I'm want people it. crossing the border to go I to might a cross comedy the border. show? I might go to Mexico. It's right there. <laughs> I've never been in Mexico. Oh, you should definitely go to Mexico. Yeah. I can't tell if you're being sarcastic. Tell them all the I'm being here. so sarcastic. You, you blend in. You're swarthy. Uh, yeah, that's not good that I blend in. That's going to make getting back difficult. <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. Laura, what do you have to plug? I'm at the, on Saturday, I'm at the Pacific Plate in a brewery in uh, the Southland in, a, in a Long Beach. And then uh, Monday, I don't know. When does this come out? Monday. Monday? Monday. Okay. okay, Monday, I'm at the Anchor Bar in Costa Mesa. You can catch me there. Is Cast Man still running that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm the Cast Man. I'm the Cast Man. Beat up, beat up, beat up. Sweet up, beat up, beat up. Sweet up, beat up, beat up. All right, say goodbye, Adam. <laughs> what? No, we were doing some scats. Say goodbye. Sweet up, beat up. Adam, say goodbye. We got a lot of fun. Goodbye, Adam. Say goodbye, Adam. Say goodbye, Adam. Adam, say goodbye. Skip it, Say goodbye. I stopped the recording. <laughs> no, you didn't. With your mind. Goodbye, everybody. We love you. And wait, I had more things. And we love scatting. Oh.